Good morning on this Tuesday morning and welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets Food for Thought and for the Imagination. As we continue our study on the Feast of Weeks and the Day of Pentecost, the giving of the Law and the giving of the Holy Spirit, we've been talking about the new things that took place and came into being because of that transition that was made of Jesus dying on the cross, being buried, and resurrected, and then the giving of the Holy Spirit. Fifty days later, and we wind up with a whole new set of things. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. One of the new things that has has been brought into existence is God's new order for us. The cosmos, which is the word that is used in Greek for the word world, which is different than the word for age, uh, it means the social, political, economical systems that exist. It doesn't matter if it's education. It doesn't matter if it's monetary. Whatever it is, it's the cosmos of this world. But God's new order is the kingdom of God. And this is what the scripture says in Colossians 1.13. Speaking of God himself and of Christ, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, God has delivered us. That means it is an accomplished task for the believer. It is in the past tense. That means he has a he has done it. But what is it that he has done? He has delivered us from the authority. The word power there is the word exousia. It means the uh, the authority or the capacity or the ability, the competency, the 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 work that the enemy had, the token of control. He has delivered us from the power. He has delivered us from the jurisdiction, from the authority, from the influence, and from the strength of darkness, and has translated us. That means that he has uh, done a transfer. He has carried us away. Literally, there has been an exchange, a literal exchange. Uh, He has removed us. He has turned us away from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. We have to remember, since we're doing a comparison, Israel was brought out of Egypt. And Egypt has always represented in typology the world, a type of world for the people of Israel that they were in bondage to. Pharaoh representing a type of Satan that held them in the power or the authority or the influence under which they were. He has delivered us from the power, the authority of darkness, of course, that that's the devil. And he has translated us. That means he has put us into, well, just as the people of Israel came out of so that they could go into the promised land. We have been translated from the kingdom of 
darkness, from the power of darkness, into the kingdom of his dear son. And that is what it's all about. Which kingdom is reigning in the heart of man? Is it the kingdom of darkness or is it the kingdom of light? Is it Jesus Christ or is it Satan? Which one is the one that is ruling? Because the one that is ruling ultimately is the one that has the influence and the control. Jesus said in John 18, 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this cosmos. If my kingdom were of this cosmos, of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. In other words, he was saying my kingdom is not from here. Even right now it's not from here. But my kingdom is from another place. It's from heaven above. And he came as a representative with delegated authority over the power of darkness, over the power of Satan, to influence man through the power of the Holy Spirit so that they could be translated into the kingdom of light. Now, Jesus also said this in John fifteen nineteen. He said, if you were of this cosmos, the world, the cosmos, the world, would love you. They love their own. But because you are not of the cosmos of this world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. And that is a clear-cut distinction. The world does not know why, but they come against the Christian, against the believer. They don't comprehend why they hate Jesus so much. They have no understanding whatsoever of the battle that exists, not only between good and evil, between light and darkness, but be, be, between those that are Christ, his disciples, and those that are the disciples of the devil, or those who have the devil as their father, and those that have God as their father because they've been born from above. So the world is going to hate us. Never look for the world to love you because they can't. They automatically already have a force in them that repels, that rejects, that comes against that which is light. Now Jesus said in John seventeen fourteen, I have given them thy word and the world hated them. Once again, the cosmos, all the systems, whether they're political, whether they're economic, whether they're social, whether they're educational, whatever influences they have, they are an influence of hatred towards the Christian, towards the believer. So Jesus said, because they are not, it says, because they are not of the world, talking about his disciples, even as I am not of the world. Jesus was not of this world. 
He was miraculously conceived by Mary by an act of the Holy Spirit. The life that was in him was the life of the Father. Therefore, he was not of this world, even though his physical body was in this world. The scripture says in verse 17, in, in John 17, 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of this world. Let us reach the understanding and comprehension that now that we are Christ, now that we have be, that we belong to him, and we have crucified the flesh and the deeds of the flesh. We do not belong to this world. Yes, we are in it. We cannot escape that or deny that we are in it. But once this body perishes, it will dissolve and physically it'll go back to the dust that it was created from. Dust to dust. But the spirit that has been born again, the soul that has the life of God in it. That is different. That is no longer of this world. It is of the Father, the Father of spirits, especially those that are believers. But the devil is the father of those who he is in charge of, those who he has exousia, authority over, and that is those that are still walking and living in the sins that they were born in. They will live in sin, they're conceived in sin, and they will die in their sin unless they repent, confess Jesus as Lord, believe that God raised them from the dead, and follow what the scripture says. Then they will be born again through the faith and the grace of God. Now, this is another of the things that we have discussed that changes and becomes new because we have come to Christ. We'll be talking also about the new food, just as we talked yesterday about the new priorities. Remember, we're doing a parallel comparison here. Israel had manna that came down from heaven. Jesus is the real manna that came down from heaven for us, the believers. They were delivered from the kingdom of Egypt. We are delivered from the kingdom of darkness. We enter into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light. They entered into the promised land. So as you can see, the parallels that run together, and we can see the comparison of the importance of these two time elements. The Feast of Weeks, for the giving of the law in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, known as the day of Pentecost, the giving of the Holy Spirit that opened up a new age for us. The age of the church, the age of the Holy Spirit, the age or the dispensation of the Gentiles, whatever you want to call it or name it. There's so many things that are discussed and brought forth. But we have been translated Understand that our citizenship is not from this earth now. Even though we may be an American or a Mexican or whatever nationality, our citizenship, our true citizenship is from heaven because we belong to the family and the household of God. Never forget that. 
The family that you belong to is the family that is from above. Yes, we have family here on this planet, but not all of them are believers for some of us. That means that our true family, unless they repent, will always be forever and eternity. The family that is from above. Consider that for food for thought and for the imagination. As we take this into consideration, that we are called by the name of our God upon our lives. When Aaron blessed the people of Israel, he called the name of the Lord upon them. And that was one of the things that God had said, wherever I place my name, there will I be. Consider that. God has given us the name of Jesus, the name that is above all names. And we'll be talking about that, the new name that we have been given also. Until then, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, the Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance and may he give you peace. And, and, and be blessed in the name that is above all names. Amen and amen. Amen.